Hey folks, this is Ace King Offsuit here. Uh, before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that during the recording of this episode, we did have some technical issues in the studio. Uh, those issues impacted Mike's microphone, and those were issues that we were not able to fix during the editing for the audio version. We apologize for that, and we are working to make sure that said issue does not pop up in future episodes. With that said, enjoy the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five, your weekly FGC podcast week in review. Tonight on the show. We've got some exciting news tonight. Because <laughs> some changes. We've been really excited to share this. the new season of Best of Five, and as such, there's a season pass. There's a season pass. You have to sub to get it. Uh, we even got DLC. So, uh, I'm your host, Efren. This is your co-host with the co-most. Michael Donka Schiller. We come for free with the season pass. Yeah, we're included. We're also joined by John Velociraptor Guerrero. Who you get for free? He works for eventhubs.com. Um, they're subsidizing uh, John being on the show. That's why he is included in the season three pass. And for a low, low cost of 10 best of five bucks, V bucks, if you will, you get Ace King Offsuit Jurek. Right now he's not there. You have to unlock him via money, real world money, and uh, we know that he's your favorite, so that's why he's behind yeah, that's the why paywall. He's the one we put behind there. Yeah, um, <laughs> he does all the work, so please unlock him so that we can have a yeah, show next first, week. First subscriber is going to unlock Steve. So the first person to subscribe, you will get Steve back on the show. Correct. And so we don't, we don't we kick it off with the with the recap. And Steve's not here to do the recap, so... So if you want the recaps right, as see. well, you're going to have to um, you're gonna have to unlock them. So, again, that's... Uh, I know I said 10 V-Bucks, but really one sub will do it. We will bring Steve on the show. We so just need one so guy. What's our recap? Are we going to recap? Um, there's no recap. We, we, can't, we can't do the recap. It's DLC. It comes with Steve. Well, we'll do the recap soon. So... I'm really excited to show you guys our recap. Yeah. In the meantime, I mean, if nobody subs, I guess. I really thought this was going to happen faster. Uh. Yeah. So let's just keep stalling um, while we let the good people of the Best of Five chat come to their senses, pay for what for what they're used to, which of course is none other than Steve Ace King Officer Jerk. Well, it's who, uh, 2019. You should have to pay for yeah. the bun and the burger and the lettuce and the ketchup and all that stuff separately. And if you want fries and a drink and Steve... I mean, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to sell it all in one package. The cheese comes with it, John, but the rest of it you got to pay for. Mm. Um, oh, oh, hey, Flotas! Hey, he has officially paid for. Hey, there he is. He appeared. There he is. Sure, you can. He's been unlocked. All right, we can get the show going now. Shoutouts to uh, Flotas for subbing. <laughs> now we can uh, go ahead and kick off a recap. Hey, Steve, uh, thank you for joining us. Gumball Dead, hey. much appreciated. However, he has been unlocked. Oh, well, now you just, we, we got the recap now. So um, thank you for joining us, Steve. I'm glad. How, how did it feel being uh, locked away behind the paywall like that? Um, well, I mean, my big question is, are you guys able to find me on the character select screen? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, I'm actually an alternate skin for Ray Chun. 
Oh, wow. Dang, that's a deep cut right there, dude. But congratulations to the two people in chat that will get that joke. <laughs> All right. All um, two, thank you. And shout outs to uh, Ray. Good old Ray. <laughs> yeah, Ray Yeah, shout outs to Ray. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Congratulations to him. Bro. Yeah, he moved on to bigger, better things. All right, so recap. Steve, now that we have you, you're unlocked. Um, please, here's the recap should probably do that uh let's start with what kicked off the week uh the finals of the japanese street fighter league this was the 3v3 team tournament with the pro player the high class player and the beginner um you had the playoffs with the top three teams in it and it Things all went Itazan's way like they did during the regular season. His Ocean team took the grand final 10-2 over Nemo's team Aurora to get the 3 million yen prize. So nice little payday for him. Uh, Itazan had a great season. You know, he went uh, 8 and 4, or excuse me, 12 and 6. It was either 10 and 4 or 12 and 6 throughout the league, but big, big shout out to Monk Chan, uh, the high class player on that squad started out 0 and 4, but went seven and one over his last eight. So he really made some big contributions to that winning team. So congratulations to everyone there. And they walk away with $3 million, 3 million yen. <laughs> oh, 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 so it's not that much. Approximately 30 K. Uh, I, I know it's not exactly a hundred bucks to, or a hundred yen to a dollar, but somewhere in that neighborhood, not, 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 not bad work. If you can get it, that'll get you a bunch of Steve's. It'll, it'll get you a couple at least and a stage, <laughs> uh, kicking it back stateside. We had full bloom five this past weekend. This was a major event in the world of smash ultimate. And it was a good weekend for, Panda Global, they had three of the top four finishers. Uh, Mars getting the win over his teammate Cosmos. He just got picked up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Esam finishing fourth, one behind uh, the only Mexican player to make top eight, uh, Meister. Uh, Good weekend for doubles as well. Uh, Mars and Cosmos got the win in doubles. Esam and MVD finished second in that. So if, if you're a Panda Smash fan, you had a lot of uh, reason to celebrate. And well, correct me if I'm wrong. Mars is the dude that was involved with the coaching shenanigans. He was, but I mean, he's obviously real good, regardless of the situation, as he has won the last two big events. Shout to Mars. Shout to Panda Global. As you were, DLC unlocked Steve. I, I feel like I should get an alternate costume at this point. What about uh, that one time you wore that real sexy V-neck? That should be your alternate costume. That's not. There's not enough separation between that and my regular costume. We should have had a Steve trailer. Yeah, man, we I dropped the ball. Should I, I? I might make one if I get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve, what would be not uh, right now? What would be your alternate costume? What's happening? What are you doing, Alon? The camera's gonna fall over. Talking, talking. Is the chat uh, getting us? All right. So, um, Steve is great. Moving on to our next. Part of the recap. Uh, let's go to Japan for Toshinsai. This was the finals of a b massive nationwide arcade tournament in Japan. Uh, 
two events were actually part of the Arc Revo World Tour, that being Guilty Gear x and Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Uh, on the Guilty Gear side of things, the DeFore fan club made up of Cha Cha Cha, Omido, and Takehara got the win in x all three of those players qualified for the Arc Revo World Tour Finals. Uh, Omito already had won uh, Arc Revo Japan, so he didn't need the ticket, but his teammates certainly appreciate his help. They will be in Los Angeles in mid-20, uh, in the middle of this year for uh, the finals. They will be joined on the Blaze Blue Central Fiction side by sincerity made up of Aguro and Fuku, uh, who took it <laughs> over. I know you were going to say something. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you were you're thinking it real loud. No, I wasn't. Uh, uh, taking it over team net literacy. Uh, for So both of those players will be in the Arc Revo World Tour Finals as well. And looking at the other tournaments, uh, no chance getting the win in uh, Fexel, uh, a dream team in KOF, M Dash, and SR. Uh, Chikurin, Noroma, and Rangchu, nice little squad there getting the win in the Tekken 733 uh, 3v3. Uh, Narikun taking AE. Uh, and of course, your favorite. Nino Mae getting the win in Ultra Street Fighter 4 because they are still playing that game over. What character did he use? I forget. Uh, it, this happened at like 5 a.m. my time. So I was my memory is very hazy. Geki CP says, don't forget the Fexel results, which you didn't. Um, that was a super hype tourney. I did not watch it. Uh, I think the only person who's actually even played the game here on this crew is Elon. Um, Elon... Did you watch Fexel? Is it worth watching? He says yes. They revealed Terry Bogard. We're going to get to that. They also revealed um, this dame here. It's her sure. story. What's she all about? What game is she from? I don't know. She looks cool. Check her out. This is way ahead of schedule. We weren't done with the recap, but that's Sharon, Sharon right there. All right, back to the recap. <clears throat> All right, and then uh, there was another event in Asia as well. Uh, this was uh, FV Cup crossover with Southeast Asia Major. This was the Capcom Pro Tour event of the weekend. Uh, loaded, loaded top eight. I mean, just look at the names. Yeah, that's that ridiculous. Didn't make top eight. Uh, didn't make top 16. Sien, Oil King, Haitani, John Takeuchi, Johnny, all missed out on top eight. Uh, but the players who did did make it, uh, good weekend for Fujimura. He gets yet another win. It's his first of this season, but his, but his seventh over the past three years. Uh, so good start to the year for him, taking it over Tokido in the grand final. Uh, you see Hot Dog 29, another strong performance for him. Itazan making top eight again, capping off a pretty good weekend for him. And you see Momochi, Gamer B, Sako. Bon Chan, all in that mix as well. So an absolutely loaded top eight. And you're going to see this at pretty much every event because, you know, with Street Fighter 4 the way it is, or Street Fighter 5, excuse me, you know, you're, you're not going to have a whole bunch of of cream, or you're, you're not going to have a whole bunch of players who are just there for the ride. Everyone who's still there 
and still playing is putting in some serious work. So you're going to have uh, a hard, hard path, even at these ranking events, uh, to get big chunks of points. Well, I like it at the pro sports, where, I mean, a lot of people, you know, will bring up the, the randomness of the game or whatever. But eventually, when you have this many good players, they're all good enough to hit all their combos and make all their opportunities count. And so in a two out of three in pools, you know, the best players can beat the best players, even 50, 60 spots apart. No one goes 0-80 in pro basketball. You know, They beat the best team every once in a while. And that's just how these things are going to go as fighting games get this popular and people can travel this much. You're going to see variance in results in, in these barely-seated tournaments that go tons and tons around. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I think a bunch of those guys in top eight didn't make it out of pools at the final round. Or if they did, they made it one or two rounds out. And then, as you saw, Fujimura looking like it was season two or three again. Stand by, stand by for a second, Mike. Uh, Chat, let us know. How are the mics sounding? Is Michael Donka Schiller's mic cutting in and out? Let us know with a one in the chat. It is and a little we, bit for me. We'll do our best to make sure that that sounds good. Um, and, Mike, I know your mic's uh, maybe a little wonky right now, but um, is that uh, FTC in general or is that Street Fighter Five at this point in its life cycle? I mean, this is what I got made fun of for the Total Eclipse thing. I think Five has the biggest competition. I think it's hard to really argue that. But, I mean, Tekken's getting there. Uh, and you're seeing the same thing happen in Tekken. You know, like, eventually, if there's that many good players traveling, you're going to see the top dogs lose. It doesn't matter what the media is, really. I mean, it's, it's, it's so rare in anything. And that's why I mean, when they do, it's so incredible. For, for someone to just never lose to anyone. John? Yeah, I'm looking at um, the NCR brackets right now. There's 313 players there overall. And like the top 70 to 80 players, you know them and you don't want to run into them early on. And that's like 70 or 80 players. How do you disperse that You know, evenly through pools? It's like three of those killers in every pool. It's just the nature of the beast at this point. That's that's <clears throat> every, every weekend that's normal. You know, it's not even surprising to see that. So uh, it's an interesting spot for Street Fighter V right now. The competitive scene is like through the roof as far as how strong so many players are. And yet then on the like the more casual side, we have uh, it's interesting because people are starting to talk more and more about how either there's like the next thing on the list of Street Fighter V being dead or what's going on with Street Fighter VI or I don't enjoy playing or there's not as much casuals around me. So it's a really interesting time and it's really it's it's kind of hard to decipher exactly what's going on with the game right now. But but very different from what what we've seen in the past. And we're going to be talking about what's coming up this weekend as well, speaking of looking ahead. Um, but in the meantime, I just want to remind the audience that we are in Season 3 of Best of 5. If you want Mike's microphone to work, <laughs> that'll we, we shall require one sub to unlock the we're, DLC uh, audible I would, microphone. I wouldn't promise that. <laughs> we, we're, we're, we're doing this again? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, they, like, we, they already <laughs> had to pay for me. That's enough. No, I refuse. <laughs> we're holding everything hostage. If you care about it, we're putting it behind the paywall. Um, just kidding. Um, so speaking of looking ahead, what to watch, select FGC events in this upcoming weekend, courtesy of one Steve Ace King of Sujuric. Yeah, uh, pretty busy weekend coming up again. Uh, obviously, NCR, as was mentioned earlier, that is going to be uh, the entire weekend. It is a premier event on the CPT Uh so we've got up tons of tons of players coming out for that, including Combo Fiend. I feel like I need to mention that he is in the bracket. Whoa. Really? 
I hope he busts out Peter. That's my only hope in all of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also this weekend, we've got the finals of the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate NA Open. Uh, that's going to be take place at PAX East in Boston. So uh, you'll see all 12 of the players who won online qualifiers for that. And on Sunday, there's a little interesting thing going down uh, with E-League partnering up with Warner Brothers for the at Mortal Kombat 11 showdown. Uh, they are going to ha- follow 11 streamers slash influencers uh, throughout their uh, beta for a few hours on Sunday. And players will earn points. Uh, they haven't revealed any of the players quite yet, uh, but that will be on twitch.tv slash e-league on Sunday. So if you don't want to watch NCR for whatever reason, or, or any of the other streams, you'll have that option. I have a bone to pick with one Michael Donka Schiller. I am truly, truly disappointed and insulted by your insinuation prior to the show. I pre-ordered Mortal Kombat 11, guys. I said, <laughs> I can't wait to play this game. Let me pre-order in time to get in on the beta. And you know what this son of a gun told me? Hey, dude, give me your beta code. You're not even going to play. You're going to play one match. Well, big deal. Give it to me. What do you have to say for yourself, Mike? Defense rests. I mean, I really think that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Mike. In fact, I need to see proof that you play more than one match. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to stream it. We've got to stream it. Stream it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not, not really sure. Happen. I'm not really sure how to do that, <laughs> but I'm going to. And not only that, Mike, if you really want to play and get in on the beta, why don't you pre-order it yourself? I don't know if I want to buy it yet, but we'll see. I probably will. Moving on, back to the show. Um, Mortal Kombat, all kinds of new stuff. Uh, Kerry Tagawa was uh, revealed, although he, if you'd have fallen the rumors, uh, the actor himself had kind of given it up already. But um, this latest trailer that came out is awesome. This is a fantastic trailer. It's got a ton of personality. It's got a slow-mo nut punch. I mean, is this what the more babies versus the daddies trailer or whatever? This or is this? old school versus new school or some shit like that. And uh, it's great. And it also reveals, although we totally knew. Uh, okay, look, this is the, the blink and you missed it. Let me go back. Uh, reveal of Katana. Now, granted, we don't know that she's playable in the game, but I'd be hard-pressed to assume she's not. She might be DLC. Well, there were a lot of characters that were in the story mode of MKX that didn't right. end up being on the roster. That's so, true. I mean, you're holding out for that. But they, I think they're mostly Revenant in MKX. And so, yeah, I, I would agree with you that seeing her like that is probably a katana is going to eventually be on the roster kind of thing. Is Liu Kang like confirmed already? He, the, I, I yeah, like he was him. confirmed. Yeah. So was Kung Lao, and then also uh, and like Jackson this is this Briggs. is Kung Lao's fatality basically right here. So I like he's in the game. game. Liu Kang's a shit. Kung Lao's cooler. And you're right, Jax is also Kung, in Kung here. Kung Lao is not cooler than Liu Kang, dude. Kung Lao, mm, yeah, yes. is the shit. You guys are dumb. Look at this. Jax is in it. He's looking badass. Well, that's young Jax. Yep. And then uh, and then he confronts old Jax Big right Papa here, Jax which right is here. kind of interesting. And people you are pointing out he's older because he has facial hair. He has facial hair, but also people are pointing out that he looks like he's wearing Chronica inspired armor. Therefore, he might be on the side of Chronica. And I think that Jackie Briggs also has a DLC costume or uh, alternate costume that looks like Chronica's armor. Uh, then there's Johnny Cage and a bunch of other characters. So this trailer is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's got it a cool soundtrack cool. to it. It almost makes you want to play the beta, doesn't it, Mike? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> you sound so defeated when you say that. <laughs> like um, you were holding out on not playing the beta for whatever reason. <laughs> okay, without, so this, without, this, this was cool. Uh, obviously, there was like some game conference in Chicago where they uh, were revealing a bunch of stuff, including this. Peep this, y'all. Noob Saibot. He looks fantastic. Did we already talk about this last week? He wasn't out yet, right? Bihan. No, he just got revealed just a few days back. And so him and, uh, as you said, Shang Tsung, first DLC character played by Kerry Tagawa, if I'm saying that right. I think you are. Mm-hmm. Hey, that guy haunted my dreams because at the beginning of the Mortal Kombat yeah. movie, his face melts off. After the and, Your uh, Soul's Mine uh, line? It terrified me, yeah, as a kid. But how cool... I love those movies. Yeah. I like those movies mm-hmm. way more than the games. Hey, can I drop some trivia? Yes. Yeah. So uh, they shot that film in Thailand, I think. That's neat. Uh, and there was one, <laughs> there was, uh, when he was doing that Your Soul is Mine line, he kept noticing that one uh, person kept running away. And he thought, oh, maybe it's just a PA. Uh, he's just going to get some copy for people. And then later he found out it was an assistant director that kept running away. So he went and had a conversation with him. And apparently this dude was super superstitious that he actually got scared when he delivered that line and had to run away. That's awesome. That's wild. I would have been satisfied. I would have been satisfied if you had said, "I have a bit of trivia." That film was filmed in Thailand, but then you took it way further, and it was actually a great piece of trivia. Does does Reptile ever actually turn into a bunch of bugs in the games, or is that a movie thing? It's like a bunch of bugs going to that one like he like becomes a bunch of bugs. It's not even a bunch of bugs. It's one giant like reptile that just kind of runs. They they pulled that out of their asses, and it worked just fine. It was cool and. And that was probably the best fight. And also, if you oh, notice, um, I've been watching him versus a Lou? ton of uh, Mortal Kombat YouTube videos just you know, for work and such, just exploring what people are saying about the game and whatnot. Everybody and their mother uses not the Mortal Kombat where they list off all of the, the techno music with all of the different names of the characters from that movie, but they do the reptile fight sequence scene. Like, like that music is always the background music because it's the best, man. That, that was such a good fight. Yeah, and it's got the bicycle kick in it. I mean, it's just fantastic. Also, how about this mm-hmm. fatality, y'all? Oh, well, okay, we should probably talk about Noob Saibot, uh, <laughs> who who had his MK debut back in Mortal Kombat 2. A little trivia for you guys. Uh, <laughs> Boone and Tobias. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, their name right spelled there. backwards forms Noob Saibot. Uh, and, I, and apparently, so you, you see him, especially in more recent appearances, he has this clone that comes out and does their own thing. You'll see it here in the fatality as he basically inserts the essence of the clone into Sub-Zero his brother, and then it emerges from his mouth in glorious Mortal Kombat fatality glory. Uh, but apparently that's Cybot, and the noob is the uh, the the other guy that's fighting along with him. I, I had not realized that, that they were as the, such. The, but the, the character looks, himself looks fantastic. He's got cool moves, yeah. Yeah, he looks really cool. Like, just from a, from a visual standpoint, a lot of his moves are really interesting. He seems as though, and this is just coming off of what we're seeing um, in the trailer, that he'll be something of, like, a mid-range zoner that will kind of stop you from getting within, like, you know, sweep range. And he'll poke you from far away and then put on the hurt once you've uh, overextended yourself trying to get too close to him. But he's definitely, like, a, a very unique character in his play style. So he'll he'll be something for someone or for a lot of players to kind of gravitate to if they don't like a lot of others. He looks visually really cool. Like I think Grim this Reaper was a big Ninja. success for NRS. Yeah, no, it's fucking awesome. I, I love his mm-hmm. design. He, he looks like, like I said, the Grim Reaper. If, if you spell Velociraptor backwards, it actually is uh, subscribed to Best of Five. <laughs> <laughs> it ends with a V. That's why, yeah. So, um, yeah, so, check I mean, that. You can check the math that on that. It comes out. Um, do it. What was that, Steve? 
the one thing that bothered me about uh, the Shang Tsung thing is I I know that DLC is the way things are. You, you know, it's not a surprise that they're going there, obviously. I just wish that they would start or they would finish telling us who is on the main roster <laughs> before they start selling us extra characters. You're such a hypocrite, Steve. You yourself are DLC and you're going <laughs> to smack talk DLC. I am full of self-hatred. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's this got much, dark real fast. I mean, I just did one of those 23 and me things. I'm like, I did too. What did you find out? I, I, I'm 16% Nigerian and 25% self-hatred. <laughs> wow. What about you? How much Full percentage quarter. of you are hatred? I think that gives you citizenship. <laughs> I, I don't have it all in front of my, myself right now. I'd, I'd have to look it up. And I don't remember. It was basically I did it because my mom wanted me to do it because she wanted to know all that stuff and whatnot. Dude, don't you so. know that the government now has your DNA and they can make clones of you? That's how that works. Yeah. Cool. My legacy that? lives on. <laughs> okay, here here's the uh, – wait, wait, wait for it. Wait for it, Elon. Wait, let me go full screen on this bad boy. Here's Kerry Tagawa's Shang T-Song, as my friend in grade school used to call Wait, him. Wait, so is this in-game? Yeah. Damn, that's sick. Now, I wonder he, if he'll also the do the, the crypt. Yeah, right? so he's like your guide for the crypt, but I bet you, uh, and obviously he's been announced as the first DLC character, but I bet you he'll have an alternate young version of him that looks like, if he looks like he does in the movie, that'll be real cool. Anyway, yeah, that's oh, what he looks like, and obviously it's voiced cool. by the character. Um, okay, more Mortal Kombat Almost makes me want to play. The beta is coming out. I'm super excited. I'm going to play the shit out of it. I'm going to laugh. I even invited him over, and he refused the invitation. I was like, you come over and play. Whatever you want. Nothing. No, I probably would. Uh, okay. What else are we going to talk about Mortal Kombat? Is we it too got... early to do the block grab? <laughs> well, I kind of wanted to talk about something that apparently is uh, peeving some people at this point. I did an article. It was either yesterday or the day before. I don't remember. Um Basically asking if fatalities in this uh, most modern game, uh, the you know Mortal Kombat 11, they're damn over the top and they are damn graphic. And I've heard a lot of people, as many as like it, like say that's just a bit too much for me. And maybe they're along for the ride for other parts of the game, you know, just the general gameplay and such. But that the these fatalities, they almost have to look away and such. And um, so I wrote an article about, you know, questioning, well, is it is it too much? Is is this kind of working against NRS more than it's working for them? Um, I, and I'd like to clarify that even directly stated in the article, if you're someone like Chris T that just reads headlines and then skips to Twitter to talk shit, uh, <laughs> I specifically say I personally like them. I'm completely fine with them. I see them more as... Uh, I gotta, I gotta think that Ed Boon intends these to be more slapstick comedy than to try to make people nauseous. And because that's the general reaction is you go, ugh, but you're smiling and you're like, that was okay, ugh. But it's a, it's a, it's a funny kind of thing more than it is a, a gross out kind of a thing. Um, and so, but, but like back in the day when we had, say, Mortal Kombat 2 16-bit fatalities, those made you wince a little bit too, and they got a reaction out of you. But back then, it was more, it gave you an idea of like Kung Lao splitting someone horizontally oh, with his so hat cool. and they fall in half, um, which I believe the input for was forward, 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 low kick, or maybe it was backwards. I'm not sure. But that was one of my, I think my favorites out of MK2. And I was thinking about it. And what that did was it made me think about what that would look like in real life. And so you see it on the screen and then you go, oh man, and you think about it. Well, nowadays, you don't have to think about what that would look like in real life because the detail is so there in Mortal Kombat 11 that it's just like, it's all right there in front of you, man. 
Um, and, and so again, I personally think it's just fine. It doesn't bother me, but I've heard a lot of people express, and, and this is, this, these are people around my age that have grown up with Mortal Kombat that have said somewhere along the line, they crossed the line and now it's too much. Um, ultimately, I, I think that it's it's good. It's an expectation and they have to keep pushing the envelope. I don't see where they're going to push it from here, but we'll see. Uh, but um, but yeah, I, I, it's harder for me to watch that Netflix show with the the robots and the the ten minute see. I, I forget what it's called right now, but it's a really good show. I recommend it. But there's a lot of gore and 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 pretty intense stuff, violence in that. It's a lot harder for me to watch than Mortal Kombat. But anyways, uh, give me a break, dude. Uh, How dare you? Grow up. You oh yeah. You can't yeah. watch them. Gross. <laughs> so this is one of those things that you know. It's part of the package with Mortal Kombat. Much like fan service is with DOA, the over-the-top violence is part of MK's lore. You mm -hmm. try to take away from that, you try to step away from that, and in part, you're stepping away from what makes Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat. Um, you know, we, we are seeing other ways of dealing with violence. Like, we'll, we'll talk about it later when we get to uh, Sam's show. But that's a game that has a decent amount of blood and doesn't exactly shy away from it, but it does it in a way that isn't quite, there isn't that graphicness, there isn't that visceral feeling of violence like there is with MK, but no one would say that's, you know, it's a game that doesn't have violence. It's got it's got a good chunk of blood. I think I think John nailed it on the head when he said they had to keep pushing the envelope. I uh, think like one hundred percent. Like if they stop doing this, like they lose such a core part of their audience at that point, and, and I just don't see what the point is. The, you don't need to do a fatality. You rarely see them in a tournament setting. I think what's more egregious are the critical blows because those are like damn near fatalities. They're over the top. And then they get back up and keep fighting. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, fatalities There's... are just as big a part of the Mortal Kombat series as mediocre gameplay. So, I mean, I don't know how you shy away from <laughs> wow. that. So. Well, they're trying to up that uh, the mediocre gameplay to the next level. So we'll see how that actually sure. pans out. I do want to ask you guys, though, while we're on this kind of topic, it's a little bit off to the side. But um, I was talking with a friend who not he plays fighting games, but not a ton. And I was like, are, are you excited for Mortal Kombat 11? Because he played Mortal Kombat 9, I think, the yeah, most. Yeah, but there's fatalities, so I'm not going to play it. I'm sorry? I'm just uh, talking trash. You were saying? Okay. Uh, but uh, his big gripe, and, and this actually makes a lot of sense now that it was in my head, um, is is how much the action kind of stops for cinematics in the game. Yeah. Because I, every time a fatal blow happens, every it happens for a while. And it's like, yeah, well, you could that. go to Dragon Ball Fighters and you're having level three supers every 10 seconds too. and those take them for a while. But <laughs> I'm wondering, um, is this going to start being a problem for people? Because as much as it is a visual presentation and entertainment for people to watch, one thing is like when we first see these, oh yeah, it's cool because we're digesting it for the very first time. But when you've seen so and so do like thirty eye stabs, you know, throughout the course of a tournament, and and you're like, okay, here it comes again. I wonder if this is going to start to wear on people. Um, my guess is it's probably going to be a non-issue for most, but it's something I think worth talking about. I, I think it's going to be. It could be an issue. I mean. You had this issue pop up in Skullgirls, and no one thinks that game is slow. Mm -hmm. You know, to the point where they sped up uh, one of Double's supers to to make the game feel faster. And, and I think they also uh, shortened hit stun by a fraction of, like maybe a fraction of a frame 
on some moves just to make the game feel faster. So I do think it's something that's going to come up. What's your core issue Probably. with uh, like uh, long animation? I just hate the way it breaks up gameplay. I mean, if you look back to a lot of the games people love so much, they had supers or they had cin- like they didn't really have cinematics. I liked when supers like were the same camera angle in the same part of the game, and that's a personal like thing. ST. I'm not, I'm not saying it's better necessarily, but I thought everything flowed a lot better in those days. And when you talk about the best art style in games, people like you know they'll love to say Third Strike and stuff like that, or CVS Two and those games. You know, they didn't have to change or freeze the. Now I guess that was 2D versus 3D. Things are different, but I think my favorite Ultra, for example, in or not Ultra, Critical Art in Street Fighter V are Ryu and Balrog. And all they do is wind up for a second and then punch you or throw a fireball. And I just think that kind of stuff works a lot better and lends itself a lot but, better but you're, than you're, you're, the 30-second cinematics that we're getting. Like if Ed hits you with the Critical If someone yeah. ever picks Ed and then they ever hit Ed's you with takes forever. Art, I mean, these fatal blows take... take forever. It's just like... And when that came out, people were saying, and myself included, that's a really cool Critical Art. Because it is. He like beats the hell out of you and it's like, oh yeah, that's awesome. But that's cool when the presentation's going on. It's not as cool when you're in the middle of the fight. Yeah. Maybe. Interesting. I think you can have a big hit, like maybe like for a, but especially as you mentioned with Fatal Blows, they happen constantly, at least in the way that the game worked in the last thing, you know? Well, it's Fatal Blows and only once, it can only happen per character, one time per character per match. So it's like maybe not too much. So that's the Fatal Blow. What's the other one where there's there's critical blows and that slows it down, but it's pretty quick there. Um, It's just, there's a lot of slowdown. Question is, is what it is. So. Um, not even the fact that these are probably the most gorgeous animations and the most incredibly refined and like AAA studio putting on these uh, animations. That's still no, nah, I don't care. Get rid of that. I think they work in the fatality sense. I think they're too long when they're in game. But I mean, that's a personal thing, and if people are fine with it, then they're fine with it. It won't and, ruin. And the it'll game be too. interesting to see how Mortal Kombat does. I think a lot of the answers will just come from time and from how well it does in front of an audience, and if it does any differently than previous NRS titles, if it becomes more of an esport, if it's restricted from esports entirely because of how gory it is and how limited the audience is going to be. It's a lot of questions that are coming up right now, but we're going to figure them out in the next coming uh, in the coming months. Hey, was uh, Jackie Briggs announced over the since our last She's show? She's been announced, right? But like, uh, we haven't talked about it. Is there anything to say there? People are like, "This is not the character we wanted." I have. think people. I think Cassie and Jackie got people talking before. I think people care less now that we've gotten some of these bigger announcements with Shang and with Jax and stuff like that. Mm. But when we had heard about less characters and the things were like, "Oh, we get these daughter characters from MKX that no one really fell in love with," people were upset at that point. But I, I like I like Jackie fine. Yeah, I a think of, a lot of people were very impressed at how she plays in this game because she seems to be like a Muay Thai mix-up character and she's got like clinches and command grabs and she's kind of like a brawler. There's enough characters in the game at this point that you can't really like uh, whoever they put in is fine to me. But and and Jackie looks like much more of a like her design, her facial design is a lot different and she looks more like a like a like a real person you would meet on the street before she looked like a like a supermodel with like kind of perfect features and whatnot and I really like that they took the time to like completely revamp. I haven't looked at Cassie to see if she is as well, but like Jackie just I I was I was impressed by that. I thought that she looked really good and she looked like unique from her appearance down to her uh, the way she plays, she's got a real identity, and I think that is something that's really going for her. She was she was also disliked partially in MKX because she had a really boring play style, and was pretty bad. And all you did was sit full screen and shoot the gun. So all right, 
Guys. Hopefully she's different. I'm taking us says she is. to a block grab. So <laughs> oh, wait. Did they earn block. the block grab yet? Oh, that has been unlocked. We're going to give it to you for free this time, but next week you have to pay for it. Just to give you a taste. So these are potential DLC characters, and I promise no trolling this time. And you think, <laughs> oh, he's going to troll us now. Why even do it? These are real characters that people are asking for. Um, I did not go deep dives into the Forgotten Realms. So, so I think there's we got to add like a stipulation on this. Like the block grab for this to grab this, you have to say you would pay the five bucks for this. But so okay. you're gonna block on everything? No, I'll I'll grab on some of them. Like this would be like your oh, like this is my money I found between the couch cushions, like for this character. Okay. Um, first character up, blocker grab, Ermac. Oh, grab! This is my favorite All by far. Dizzy. I love Ermac. He is like. You know, in fighting games, right, like, everyone's just hitboxes and hurtboxes, and in the end, like, the way it looks doesn't change anything, but I feel like they did a really good job in both MK9 and MKX of making Ermac feel like this sorcerer grappler monster, and just, like, the way that he grabs you and flings you across the screen, and the way it happens without disrupting gameplay is, is really cool, and I hate on MK a lot, but I love Ermac. He's, like, my favorite character in, across a lot of fighting games. John Blocker grab on Ermac. Um, I was, okay, so Mortal Kombat also got a huge, like, you know, they, they did the whole palette swap for most of the ninjas, and, and they've had to basically kind of go away from that. We saw Noob Saibot become like an undead wraith, and Ermac became what he became, um, and I played him in Mortal Kombat 9, he's awesome, everything that Donka said was absolutely true, and, uh, and like, he's a, a way better version of Kenshi, <laughs> so he's way I would take Ermac all day, yeah. Okay, uh, Steve? Yeah, I've never really felt him. Uh, I'll block. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he, he, like, turns you small and stomps you. Like, his fatalities would be cool. Elon, what you oh, got? Uh, Ermac. In uh, in Mortal Kombat Deception, his Harakiri was he just banged his head off the ground to kill himself, and it was pretty awesome, so I'll grab him. All right. You're a big <laughs> Deception guy, huh? All right. The next, I almost feel like this should be a two-for-one. Uh, but we're going with Cyrax and Sector. This is a two for one. These are like classic. And I'm not saying Triborg. I'm saying they're these are like classic characters. characters that people want, but I don't really like them that much. They're always pretty boring to me. And like Sector players are like huge general no life losers who just sit full <laughs> yeah. screen and 100%. shoot shit. So like, like ban Sector. Um, Cyrax always has like some lame unblockable. So ban Cyrax. Like fuck these characters. Never mind block. <laughs> All right, uh, John. Uh, is is like Robo Smoke and Robo Sub Zero or they're, Cyber? They're, they're not, smoke not and only Cyber are they not a not part, part of this, this package, they're also not in this block grab. So this is a ketchup and mustard kind of thing, huh? Yeah, there are no no Cyber Sub Zero, um, no Triborg, no Cyber Smoke, none of that. It's I all feel Cyber like Cyrax and Sector absolutely have their place at the Mortal Kombat table. Um, but barring that, like they were presented and had something specifically captivating to me, like that I can't even imagine right now, uh, it, they're not the kind that I would spend my couch cushion money on. So I'm gonna say block. Okay, Steve. You know, I might buy Sector just because I like ketchup and I don't like mustard. The condiment, not like the condiment. <laughs> yeah, the people are cool. Condiment. Little, little hit or miss um but yeah i'm not really feeling these guys either so i guess i'll block hold on uh in mortal kombat 3 
<laughs> Cyrex had this fatality where he would drop a bunch of bombs and it would blow up the entire world. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's grabworthy. You're right. I mean, assuming that he has that fatality in this game. No one cool picks these characters. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up honest. Like no one cool plays these characters. Sorry. All right, moving on. This is another one that fans have been requesting. None other than Melina. I love, I love Melina. I'm going to grab. She's definitely cool. Like, I, I've always loved the gimmick that you're like, oh, it's this sexy ninja, and she pulls down her thing, and she's got, like, these crazy teeth, and she <laughs> chomps on you. Like, And her fighting style is, like, a little unique. She teleports around. She rolls around. She Shell chomps size. on you. Like, I always liked Melina. Um, yeah, I would grab. Didn't she have a fatality where she would, like, just bite your face off? I like Katana, Melina, and Jade. The female ninjas are actually some of my favorite characters, so yeah. John, block or grab on Melina. This bitch, I was... <laughs> Come on. In wow. Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 2, which was a forbidden game, I was not allowed to play it, but when I went over to my friend Donnie's house, I got to play it. And I couldn't do the fatalities because I was like five. Where's Donnie now? Uh, I think he's in jail, actually. <laughs> so maybe it's because his mom <laughs> let him play Mortal Kombat 2, obviously. Uh, that's funny, actually. But... Um, all you had to do to do her fatality was I think it was like hold X for five seconds. So I would just hold X the entire third round, do jumping A attacks and win, and then I could do it. And that was the first time I was able to successfully pull off a fatality. I was in love with Melina as a character. She was awesome. She was part of my Mortal Kombat identity. Flash forward to Mortal Kombat 9, that bitch was so frustrating. And if you remember how ridiculous she was, especially in the early game, um, before a lot of the patches hit, uh, she made the game very not enjoyable. It wasn't like, oh, here's a challenge, a Molina player. It was like, oh, here's a freaking Molina player. That sucks. So I'm much so that even though, yes, she's got some great costumes or she's, you know, you got those those virtual titties looking great or whatever. It does not matter. doesn't matter that I have a history with her as a child. Nothing. I block. I don't want this character anymore. Love Molina. Are you referring to boner culture? I don't even know what that is. That's what Mortal Kombat used to be, but no more. <laughs> Go to DOA for that. Elon, Melina. I wasn't ready. Uh, I think it was in Mortal Kombat, or Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Was it, her, or maybe it was Jade that had the pogo stick friendship? That sounds yeah, like it was Jade. Jade. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'll grab Melina. Her, her friendship is she looked at a, a glass mirror and it exploded. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll grab. Hey, so uh, sorry, Steve. How about you? <laughs> Melina, block or grab? I, I just want to double check. Mike, did you just say that she pulls down her thing? Her mask. Her mask. I, what are you? Get out of here, boner culture, Steve. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Um, You know what? I, I, I don't really feel her either, but I want to piss John off, so I'll grab. Good. Right on, bros. All right. I, can't believe I feel like I should probably trim this list, but here we go. Next one up is... Uh... Katana's mother, Princess Katana's mother, Queen Sindel. I assume she's a queen. If she's a uh, no, I'm gonna block. And there's she no. can scream your face off, man. She's lame, man. Like I don't know. Like her only thing is she screams. She's on the list because people request her. People request her, but no one would play her if she was in the game. There was not one <laughs> Sindel player on planet Earth in MK9. Not one. Block. You heard it here, John. Block or grab on Sindel. So uh, Mortal Kombat 3 comes out, and I'm a little bit older, and maybe I'm old enough that mom will let me get Mortal Kombat. On the back of Mortal Kombat 3, 
Sindel was there. Her name was Sindel. And my mom goes, uh, a character's name is Sin? Like, no, GG's not going to happen. She was the main reason I was not able to get MK3. And so, uh, and plus all the things that Donga just said reign true. People say they like her, but her biggest claim to fame is that she had a really shitty line in Mortal Kombat um, Armageddon or, or uh, uh, Annihilation, yeah. I'm sorry, the movie. And so it's like, yeah, she's there for lore, and that's important, but that's basically what they did with her in MKX, and I think that's where she should stay. So, yeah, that, nah, no no go for me. Block. Was she an X or just a 9? She was a 9. She was nine just a 9. She was she appeared in the story mode for X. Copy that. Steve? Sindel? I, I think, you know, her screaming at people has plenty of mean potential. So I will grab base solely on that. Elon? Blocker grab on Sindel. During the second movie of Mortal Kombat, uh, they had that scene with Shao Kahn and Sindel where they were after she got resurrected or whatever. And yeah. then the actress tried to scream and it howled or whatever, but the scream was pretty terrible. And I actually fell asleep through that scene, so I'm a block. Okay. Can I just say, I I am loving the hell out of Elon having this encyclopedic knowledge of uh, John the too. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, these two just like really love Mortal Kombat. Uh, it was my. It was. It was much bigger for me than Street Fighter was when I was a kid. Same. And growing up in Brazil, it was either play Mortal Kombat or go outside and you know try to not get shot. <laughs> Seems like an easy choice. Okay. Yep. Um, all right. Next character. Block or grab on the reptile. This is like I don't want to pay for him, but he's got to be there. You know, like, like a block. Well, I mean, I'm running out of money, right? Like we're at ten bucks, but like. Reptile's got to be there. And I was just talking about how Reptile had the best scene in Mortal Kombat movie history. Like, he's cool. I like how they took the ninjas who were originally just, like, color swaps of Scorpion and they turned them into their own characters. And I think they did a pretty good job with it overall. Like, Reptile feels a lot different than Ermac, feels a lot different than Scorpion, etc. Um, I can't pay for him. I'd be mad if I had to pay for him. So I'm going to block. Seems fair. John? Reptile. Do it for Chris Yeah. So Reptile's very cool. Uh, he was like the first like hidden character, I think, in fighting games ever. And um, and he's always been pretty cool, uh, mainly as a ninja. When they made him not a ninja, I wasn't a huge fan. But uh, he's also been a very frustrating character to fight against because I've never really played Reptile, but he's the guy that puts like a really slow-moving projectile on the screen or does the, the, the crazy dash that he had in MK9. Um, or, um, I mean, the fact that he could go invisible, a bunch of kind of goofy things that uh, have been like really exploited over the years. Now, given that they're really paying attention to balance and such in this game, uh, well, more so than they have in the past, it's probably not going to be as bad, but I do have a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth from reptile. Um, I still think that he's really cool. Um, and I, and I do appreciate what Mike was saying and that like, yeah, he should be there cause he's like so much a Mortal Kombat character and such an expected character. And he wasn't in the last one. Right. So it's like, he oh, you got two Mortal Kombat games in a row without reptile. I don't really see that happening, but he's kind of like Dalsim and that like, yeah, you expect him to be in the game, like in the street fighter game, but you don't want to pay. Oh, for him I'd to cut Dalsim. I'd pay for Dalsim not to be there, but that's a different story. <laughs> so, um, God, if they don't put him on the roster, yeah, barely. He just barely makes it into, I'll, I'll grab it, but I wouldn't be happy about it. Hey, we're taking a real long-ass time on this block grab, and we still have a lot to it's go to. It's a good to. block grab, though. Sorry, I'll Steve. just quickly do it so we can get well, to the Well, I just don't want to burn like the next 30 minutes and we don't get hit. Sorry. He was uh, an MKX. He kind of sucked, so that's probably why I don't remember him. Was he an MKX? Yeah, Sorry, he, was, he wasn't good. 
I, it would depend on how good he is because they did him dirty in MK2. It, they did him so dirty that when uh, GamePro put their tier list together and they had strength and weaknesses for every character, they listed everything as a weakness. And under strength, they said, <laughs> if you know any, please write That's us so sick. GamePro magazine. I am not making that up. Who's got so the most is, uh, <laughs> anecdotal knowledge of these of this franchise here? This is the real battle. It, it was my favorite mo- moment from that magazine. So I will block for now unless he's decent. That if reminds decent, me of this remember. review for Street Fighter Alpha on the like the the PlayStation or whatever, where this guy, a YouTube channel called Gaming Through the Clinton Years, was talking about the best. <laughs> He was he was talking about the best characters in Alpha, and he said Dan was the best character for his strong kicks. And then he said Ryu and Ken sucked. And somehow this like this reptile anecdote reminds me of that. So um, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, who's next? The blocker. The <laughs> Elon yeah. reptile. So in in Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks, he was the first boss, and he sucked. So I'm blocking. Dude, that was a great show. I mean, game. I'll find this clip and I'll link it in the Discord or something. It's a good one. Please. He All also right, calls sure. Rolento like a mercenary version of the Riddler. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of great, great one-liners in there. <clears throat> All right, moving on to another ninja. Smoke, block, or grab. That nin- that smoke in particular with the wispy hair. People fucking love this character, and I've never gotten why. You know what was bad when he would throw the smoke bomb and you would just drop through? I thought that was a cool thing. I don't know. I don't really get it. It was the most memorable part of him. That is like the one thing he had. I remember he had this really ugly art in MK9 when he was selected. Like his art was horrifying, and he was really annoying to fight against. Um, He was really broken in Ultimate Mortal Kombat. I know that because he's like one of the only two characters anyone plays. So um, I'm going to block. He's blocking on Smoke, John. Uh, yeah, um, Smoke's cool. Um, does he have his spear? Yes. Then yes, I'll take it. In one of his... Um, what are they smoke called? bomb Variations? and spear and then whatever else you give him cool. There was so many... Because when... when <laughs> there was so many anti-smoking, you know, like... Uh, uh, campaigns going on at the time and um, I guess it was Midway just had their their fun with it and they just made so many smoking jokes with Smoke's fatalities and move names and whatnot. It was cool. So I appreciated him for that. Steve, block or grab on Smoke? I have asthma so I can't smoke even if I wanted to. Block. Dude, there's some trivia right there. I didn't know you had asthma, bro. See, I, I'm... You learn all of this when you buy the DLC. <laughs> DLC for Steve's uh, inhaler. <laughs> um, <laughs> two subs two smoke. subs and steve can breathe <laughs> breathe easy <laughs> block whoa 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 wait 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 i have to what if they did like a uh now that that weed is so much more uh accepted what if they did an alternate costume where he's just a total stoner that <laughs> like, would that be, would be cool best. i would buy that, His and that would make dreads. so much money oh That's my gosh now bad. that has to happen nrs if you're just if you're watching this, you're welcome. Go get on that now. Variation, hashtag 420 blaze it. Yeah. Elon, block or grab on smoke? So in, in Deception, again, uh, I think that was the last time that Noob and Smoke were one character because they used to be a tag team okay. thing. And uh, a lot of people speculated that it was because uh, I think that was the last game that Tobias worked in uh, before he split from... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a claim at the time. So from then, they never had the... 
the two characters fight as one. Uh, so I'm a block. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to another ninja. This one is often requested as well. We got Purple Rain here. <sighs> I like Rain, um, but it's one of those things where I don't really know why. I think it's because his name is Rain. He's purple. Like I think it's like really that simple. Um, <laughs> his gameplay isn't that cool, and he's like probably the least important of the ninjas, right? Like sure. he seems like the least he's, relevant. He's uh, Katana's brother, an Adenian prince. Oh, lame. And he puts you into a fucking big old water bubble ball. He roundhouse kicks you around the world. All the lame stuff, and he has lame stuff that he does, gets trumped by that. He's cool because he roundhouse kicks you around the world. He's not worth my money. I'm going to block. John? Steve? Well, you see, he roundhouse kicks you around the world, so I'm going to grab. Steve? I am not a fan of cheap uh costume swap palette swap characters but it is a prince reference and i am minnesotan i am legally obligated to support any and all per- prince references so i gotta grab right on Elon. in mortal kombat 9 the only way to play rain before he became a character was to mod the game so you could play his ai because he was in the story but not a playable character so uh i'm a block Okay. He was whack as hell in MK9, yeah, by the way. Really like whack. the 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 the. That's mostly why I blocked. He was so whack. He was so like. He was cool. cool before MK9, so I'm gonna give him another chance to make Rain cool. But they got one more. Otherwise, he's in the uh, the Molina category. Moving on to the next character, we've left the Ninja Realm, and now we're back into. Well, it looks like shit. Oh, I hate this character so much. So I did play. MKX for a little bit, and I'll let you know, I was okay. I always made it out of pools. I wasn't any better than that. Yeah. This character was, I lost this character twice in every fucking tournament. He had this, he could like summon a bat, and the bat would unblockable you when oh, you yeah. didn't jump in. Like, I hated everything about this character. He looks really fucking stupid. Like, I feel like he always has some goofy gameplay work, quirk. Like, in MK9, he had these runes that did like a million damage. He sucked, but he was in there. Um, he know. has the best fatality of all time, and I'm Which not one? talking about the leg rip. Which one? I'm talking about the uh, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance neck pull, where he turns you into a giraffe. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even rip your head off. He just stretches out your neck. No, he just... Burr, <laughs> we're like, when did this become Looney Tunes, and why is this rated KA all of he a sudden? Has, he also always has the weirdest animations. I remember a string in MKX where you like punch... Like punch, punch, and then he does a jump kick to your face, and like it's all so fast, it looks weird. I don't know. This character just doesn't seem like he's designed. He's just like thrown together. That's how I always felt. I disagree wholeheartedly. I think he's cool. John, you already block grabbed, uh, right? Yeah, I'll block him. Okay, Steve. Dude, looking like something out of the Fifth Element uh, cosplay shit. I like Uh, the Fifth Element though. Yeah, that's a badass movie. What if um what if someone brought up Hellraiser and they're always putting in these hell uh these like I would take I'd grab on Hellraiser. Well what if they pinhead. made like a Quan Chi Hellraiser like hybrid thing? No, I want just Pinhead. Oh, I just call him Hellraiser <laughs> though. But yeah. I mean that's me. Maybe he is Hellraiser, I don't know. Um Elon Quan Chi. Block. Moving on. <laughs> Come on, hit us with it, Elon. We're waiting on you, pal. Sue Howe. Yeah. Um, we got Nightwolf. Is that Nightwolf? I, it's, it's really small on my screen. Is that from the movie, the second movie, or is that from Can you a recent appearance? I love Nightwolf, I man. I feel like this is a character where, like, 
his gameplay was never anything like awe-inspiring or particularly cool, but I feel like he's just a cool character to have in the lore. And he had cool fatalities usually. Mm-hmm. He also has, he's got a shoulder rush. He's got a, uh, a bone arrow. He's got, uh, he's Native American. <laughs> John, what? block or grab on Nightwolf? It's my animality. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, first of all, no, he didn't have cool fatalities because I think it was first one where he just had like a beam of light come down and you're like, this is cool. And then you just disappeared into it. It was like <laughs> the very anticlimactic. Um, the other one is he is like he charged like a lightning bolt hit his tomahawk and then he threw the lightning at you yeah, and, I like hit that you one. and it didn't do anything you just fell over you didn't explode <laughs> you just went oh and it's like you got hit by rain in the middle or Raiden in the middle of a round it was the same thing super whack but I will give you that he's a very good addition uh, he's very unique he brings a lot to the table that a lot of other people don't in his Native Americanness, as well as all of the other things that you said, Efren. Um, and I do think that he has been a fan favorite for a long time. Um, he should come he, back. Like, he should come back, yeah. That's my main right there when he comes. Brad. Uh, Steve? You will not he- let me hear the end of this if I block. So for that reason alone, I will grab I do feel like he's a character where they could really like make his playstyle a lot cooler, and they have a good opportunity to do that here. They did that with a few characters in MKX. So well, like, what I if they this... had him be like a hybrid wolf for some of his moves? Oh, it doesn't already like Kotal Khan do that. Yeah, he turns yeah. into some weird little like, like a why, cat. Why are you trying to turn this into Bloody Roar? I love Bloody because Bloody Roar is great. Elon Blocker grab on Nightwolf. Uh, in Mortal Kombat Three, his friendship was that he turned into a cat and then you went, yeah. up, you know, so blo- uh, grab rather. Now we're talking. All right. We're almost done here. You ready for the next one? Dude, why do they look so bad? I don't understand. Who the fuck is this? That's Motaro, Motaro, dude. God, no. 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 I kind of like him, man. I like the whole loincloth thing. Um, The texture. Is that his his tail? It becomes his tail. Yeah, his tail. That's crazy. He looks goofy, man. Like, I would grab this character only if he was good. Because it would like really upset people. Like no one wants <laughs> pe- pe- people giant are... centaur loincloth man to be good. Like that is just a. And, and honestly, well, like Alien was broken because of that tail, and those tails are usually good moves in games. And I'm I'm feeling this because well, this is he, the kind of character no one will pick. Screen in MK3. No one will pick this character if he's good, but I will. So I'm gonna grab grab an Amotar, but he has to have he has to be full centaur. It can't be like what they did in one of the Mortal Kombat games yeah, where they just took a, off his hand legs. He's got to be a big, ugly centaur so that no one plays him but me. John? I feel like this character was designed to be a boss character, and in order to make him into like a regular, playable, viable character, they had to really change him, and I guess they made a... Like, I don't remember... I didn't play... The, the, there was one version combat. of the game where they basically took out his back legs and just made him like... Yeah, they just made him like a regular human humanoid kind of thing, and like that doesn't really work either for him. But... Uh, Malibu, the uh, from the show uh, American Gladiators, that like game show was awesome, and the coolest of all of the American Gladiators, Malibu played Motaro in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, so that was freaking amazing. That almost makes me want to grab, Damn, but some trivia. the fact that he would just make the game, he's, he's a silly addition to the game. He'd be great as a boss over the top. But if we're talking about characters that people are actually going to play, pick and tournament and whatnot, I just don't think that this guy fits. So I'll, I'll block. All right, Steve, can you top that I trivia would... that he was an American gladiator that played Motaro in the movie? 
I, I, I can appreciate that, but uh, in the words of the wise Bishop Bullwinkle, hell to the now now. To the now now. <laughs> hell to the now. Why? Elon Motaro. He was in Mortal Kombat 3, and then that was it, right? Aside from Armageddon? Yeah, and he was like a... He was on all fours. Yeah. He had legs. Yeah, I'll block. And, and, and he wasn't affected by projectiles. Like, no projectile in the game would hit him. It's like, that's it's sick. Goofy. I want that. <laughs> it's I not hate, even a move. He's I just... hate players who throw projectiles. I always have, and I always will. They're all right. Spammers. We have two to go. This one, grab all day. Come on, guys. This is a character. Why do people like, like Shiva? She's the shit. I, I, like, want her to be in the game because I like that we have, like, this, like, crazy monster like i think the female representation in fighting games is bad and i think she's different but this is a character everyone claims to like yet again like sindel and no one ever picks this character like goro is cooler anyway no she's cooler and than goro. they no one picks either of them like they're both fucking lame and everyone hates the way they play and no no she has that air die no the, the air stomp she was awful in mk9 and she was awful in mortal kombat 3 so no and she Jones. was awful in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. She's in that one? Can't remember. She doesn't even have a fight scene. She runs in, and when they're reusing shots of Baraka dying over and over again, Liu Kang throws a metal sword at a metal chain, breaks a cage, and it falls on her right before she delivers the amazing line, the date's over. <laughs> and she just gets smashed by a cage, and that's it. She does nothing in that movie. She looks terrible, and she's also bad in MK3 and MK9, so I'm going to block as well. Johnny Cage dies at the beginning of that movie, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it would be appropriate for him to kill her with a cage. That was Smart. Terrible. Steve, you know, I, Shiva, I I want to see a release for the re reasons that Mike mentioned. I just, just not my type of character, so I would block. But I hope she gets released. Dude, I'm grabbing on that all day. Elon, I genuinely confused Shiva and She-Hulk as a kid. I love She-Hulk. <laughs> so I'll block. I'd put She-Hulk in the game. Yeah, so I'll <laughs> block based on confusion. All right, our very last option for block grab. Jared. This is my favorite Mortal Kombat character. I've said this over and over <laughs> again. He is part of like cinematic genius in what is that, MK4? Yeah. He's part of the best part of the whole Mortal Kombat series. Um, I feel like you could bring him back and have like a crazy like redo of those scenes, but in glorious high definition in MK11. And they would. And they it would, would be funny as hell. Like, it would be a great throwback. They could do anything they want with this character because he hasn't been in the series for so long. He's a perfect blank slate for, like, making a funny new generation game. Can you enhance I on the uh, soul patch? Jarek. The soul love patch Jarek. alone. The soul patch alone is, is what does it for me. He's got great facial he, hair. He was a Kano stand-in. But here's the, like, Kano had to use his cybernetic eye to shoot lasers. Jarek just lazily had lasers that came out of his eyes. <laughs> That's so, so cool. So he's cooler. So, John, that sounds like you're gearing up for a grab. Oh, this is a brutality, baby. I'll grab all day. <laughs> Steve, block a grab on Jarek and his exquisite facial hair. I would grab simply because he looks like a boy band member from the 80s who grew up and is trying to adjust to life without celebrity. As a with a level combatant? of celebrity, but with no money. <laughs> it, it, it feels like... 
it, it feels like what's that movie with the David Spade, the child star, you, you know, Dickie Roberts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Butts. <laughs> yes. Dickie Roberts DLC. So I will grab based on that. All right. That concludes the block grab. One of the longest on record. Elon, after, of course, Elon gives us his opinion on Jarek. So he was the main antagonist in MK Special Forces, which was a, this terrible... Like, That's where he plays Jax? Yeah, and it was such a terrible game, and he was such a terrible antagonist in that game because you could never get to him because the game was so bad, so I'm a block. What was the Mortal Kombat game where you could play chess and, like, Baraka was a pawn? That was Armageddon. No. Yeah, I think that was Armageddon. I like that one. It was no, Armageddon. Was it Armageddon? Maybe it was Armageddon. Armageddon or Deception? Sleeping Master in our chat asks, where's the block grab on Cobra? It wasn't Armageddon. It was Deception. Sorry. You'll have to go back a couple episodes to see our block grab where in Cobra Oh, yeah, Armageddon had the kart racing, which was awesome. I didn't play Armageddon. That's the one I didn't play. All right, uh, guys, we have still more show to go. Uh, We have 20 minutes to get through all kinds of news. Um, Sorry, Steve, that we took so long on the the block grab. I know you're very upset. The important stuff. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters patch notes. Have you looked at them? Are they worth a damn? Anything? I looked at them. I mean, they're not like. Th- there's a lot of great quality of life changes. Like there was a few shortcuts in the game. Like if you pressed forward plus super dash, you would air dash, and if you pressed forward plus assist, you would tag. And these were really annoying, and they fucked up a lot of situations that should have otherwise been trivial. You can now toggle those on or off. So if you use them before, great. If you don't want them, you don't have to have them. Um, this is something we can easily do in fighting games now and we should. So I shout out them for that. Um, I think the changes are kind of weird. Um, like they, they took away Majin Buu, like a mid tier character's best thing. And now he's going to suck. Like they, they didn't really nerf the good characters. Uh, I think like always the tier list won't change that much and the game will remain boring. Sorry. See, the big thing with all of this is that they have said that this is the only patch that this game is going to get for the rest of 2019. So the way this is, is going to be it for until 2020. Do, do you think they're going to stick to that? I mean, not if they need to, not if they have to change it. Not if it's like so bad that people are really talking about it. I don't think it you'd and, and say that unless you were now, maybe like there'll be a big bug they fix, but I don't think they'll do like a big balance patch. No, not if they said that. That's like a big thing to come out and say. It's really easy to be like, we may do another balance patch, you know? I mean, mean, not not to bring up Capcom, but they said that they were only going to do one balance patch a year for Street Fighter V, and uh, that's not what happened. That's true. So, I don't know. You you might be right. Um, It's It's hard to restrict your game to that when patches are just so frequent nowadays. It's like uh, that's like that's kind of a silly thing to promise. It's kind of a silly cage to put yourself in because it's like it's 2019 that kind of like people expect that if there's an issue with the game that they're not going to be okay with it for very long because they know games can change so frequently. So, I mean, I appreciate the idea that like here this is the game that you're going to have to play in the tournaments it's not going to change like that's good, but I wouldn't paint yourself into a corner and say and nothing else will change because you might need to um you might need to go back on your word for that and uh it's like, well, then you got to lie. Like most fighting game patches, this will not make anyone play Dragon Ball Fighters that does not already but this, like, especially won't. Like, there is nothing that's going to blow your mind here. All right, guys, let's power through some topics here. Uh, a couple of pickups. Denial has signed JB, and <laughs> Radiance has signed Anakin. You know, I was Denial's first fighting game player. Yeah, Denial, Danka. Was that when uh, Rotendo was uh, Was he on there? Is that a different one? They have an interesting past. Uh, hopefully, 
Hopefully it works out for JB. We'll have to get your insight on that a little bit later. Uh, let's see. What else we I got? I really do hope it works out for JB. I like JB. Okay. CEO is running another wrestling show, and the only person that cares is on this day is Steve. I think a couple of people in our chat care. I said uh, the only person on the dais is Steve. All right. Well, if you had fun last year watching the show with uh, New Japan, uh, this year CEO are partnering up with All Elite Wrestling, which is the company that Kenny Omega uh, is currently involved with a, a new uh, promotion starting up. Uh, no matches have been announced yet, uh, except for one, a hardcore match between Jabali and Michael Nakazawa, the guy Jabali beat at last year's event. With uh, a bum foot. Yeah, this was actually announced on uh, Being the Elite, uh, the series that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks do on YouTube. Uh, it, it plays into their storyline. So it's a whole thing. So wrestling at CEO returns uh, should be fun. Can I just say that I don't even recognize Jabali when he's not doing the Jabated face? Like, right <laughs> in that graphic, I was like, who's the, oh, J what? Jabali? Cool. But no, it's like, it looks weird to see him not doing the Jabated face. It's almost crazy that he, like, was able to resist the urge, right? Since he's yeah, so vain. He's probably just shopped. Um, okay, uh, next topics, guys. That's cool. I know that Steve's very excited. I can't wait to see the smile on your face uh, when the event happens. Got some new characters announced. Let's start with uh, Fexel here. Here we showed her off at the top no of the cares. show. Who is this character? No Where, where is she from? No one knows. She looks neat. All right, well, then let's she move on to the other one, then. Here you go. And Terry. That is Terry. Terry's been a guest character in a lot of games now. Um, yeah. They, they kind of do let people, him... Do people love Terry that much? Yes. Because, like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I mean, he's all over the place. It depends sure. on where he's you are. Like in, but... in Texas, like close to the border of Mexico, like there's a <laughs> lot of Terry fans. Yeah. Um, and I'm one of them. You're from Chicago, so my, dog, but we accept you. My favorite part is the back the the official backstory he has. I mean, this was something that uh, the official Fexel Twitter tweeted out. They said, "Quote: Morning. Terry drinks his usual morning coffee, puts on his <laughs> usual outfit, and steps outside." However, he notices something is different in the air. This place. Where am I? I love that. <laughs> That's My it. DLC That's for it. Fighting layer. Well, it, it, it's better than you know his backstory for uh, SNK heroines. Morning. Terry drinks his morning coffee. Puts on his hat. He fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that isn't the only game that has announced a new character. Check this out. This is the one that only Alon will care about. Nightmares in Soul Calibur 6. No, is he already in Soul Calibur that's Calibre not 6? the new character, you knuckleheads. Oh. Wait for so, it. There's some preamble okay, here. Here's Raphael. Raphael. Yeah. Um, here's the new character incoming soon. Y'all are ready. Jared. Here it comes. It's a female. Jared. Those are her shoes. Oh, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. No, it's um. character Harley by the Quinn. name of Amy. It's Harley Quinn. It's obviously Amy. Amy. Alice in Wonderland. She was announced uh, last month. Wow, but, she looks like uh, a really uninspired anime character. Yeah, she but looks she like a creative released, character. She was released this week. Oh, uh, wonderful. So. Alon, do you have an opinion on this? Otherwise, we're moving on. Nope. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> really That's... uninspired. All right. Thank you. Okay, now, the topic of the hour. The best, most important game that's coming anytime soon. We have... 
Dude, this looks like uh, the latest King of Fighters game that you were so into. So, so this is Samurai yeah. Showdown or Samurai. Scott Nakamura wasn't she in King of Fighters? It. She was in King of Fighters. So I'm glad they gave us gameplay. Um, I know Li Joe got to play it somewhere. Um, I saw a few things that concerned me. The game looks really slow, and I mean, this is classic to the series. But like heavy attacks freeze the game for like almost a full second. A lot of the supers, I just saw one of Galford's takes like 12 full seconds. The game's pacing just seems a little slow right now. And L.I. Joe made a comment on Twitter that the developer said that him playing like 30 minutes versus another one of the devs was like the highest level of play they'd seen yet. And that that concerns me because that makes me wonder, like, are they really making They're this not game plugged in. to be competitive if someone in 30 minutes shows them the best gameplay they've seen? I don't know. Um, I, that might be, you know, a little uh, blowing smoke up his. It does. It doesn't uh, look backpack. like a full price game to me yet. It, not in the graphics, not in the presentation, not in the way that it's thought out. Um, dude, I hope it's good. I really do. I want to love this game. Wait. So put put the put the game back on. Look at this. It looks like she accidentally. I'm gonna play it from the beginning. So this hawk picture up. Look at how check ugly this out. Check this out. Check the this out. UI look. at the top of the screen. Oh God. Is. She like, feels bad about it. I'm sorry. Hey, if you, we asked Elon to mock up health bars in 10 minutes, I think they'd look way better than that. Like in 10 minutes. You have way too much faith in me. But, and I do want to throw a <laughs> counterpoint at you. Um, from actually what L.I. Joe has said, uh, aside from the thing where the developers told him that was the highest level they've seen, uh, he's a big Sam Show fan. And this stays very, it stays very true to the series and how it plays. So I think having that past knowledge, like the legacy skills, as it were, uh, kind of helped him with that. I'm sure it did. It's going to be, okay, I mean, the old Sam Show games are really slow. There's a really famous clip of, like, an SBO where the finals is literally, uh, I can't remember his name, the big, the huge giant Earth character. Break. No, not the, the other one that's, like, a giant monster. Oh, damn it, I don't remember. He's got a long name. name. Anyway. They play a 99-second match where neither of them hit each other because they, uh, they can punish each other on hit with a full combo on any move. It's always been a very, very slow game. Yeah, well, did Homeboy lose his sword there? Where every attack does a ton yeah. of damage. And it does not look like that's changing. So they are staying true to it. So it yeah, looks like it's going to yeah. be like a thinking person's game where it's much more methodical, uh, like a lot of interactions. Because from what I'm seeing, I mean, there are combos, but it's usually baked in. Like if you get a throw, it's like a three hit combo sort of throw, not as much of like a chain from things. And I'm sure there are combos, um, but it, it feels like, like it's barely. going to be basically what you just described. Maybe not quite that intense that often. But people that are really thinking and really methodical, and it's going to be a truly just like a back and forth test of skill, as opposed to like a presentation uh, or entertainment. Um, I don't think that with what it's looking like now and my very limited knowledge of all of this, it doesn't look like it's going to be the kind of game that people really love to watch or sit and have the patience to watch. Um, even if they like can appreciate what's going on and like all the little nuances of what the players are doing and the spacing and such, it's just all of our other games right now are built to be watched. And this one feels, it, it looks very good. It looks nice. Um, but the pacing is just so foreign. Now, maybe I'm wrong and I hope I'm wrong. Cause it's, it'd be really cool for something different to kind of get off the ground here. But that's kind of the pitfall that I see it falling into right now. Um, and again, I, I haven't done a ton of research on this. I haven't played most of the old Sam Show games. So it's like, eh. But that's my uh, two cents or my hot take. Yeah, Sam Show is kind of like the golf of the FGC, where mm -hmm. it's going to be super interesting and super cool for the people who play it. 
Um, check this big dude out. His name's Earthquake, dude. Earthquake. Look at that big old boy. He has this move where he bounces his ass off the ground a couple times, and it's an overhead and OO at the same time. The game has some pretty unique characters. It also has a lot of palette swaps, but I mean, it has some pretty pretty unique characters for sure. You were talking mad shit about this game, dude. No, I'm saying I like the characters in Samurai Showdown. I think the games have mostly sucked, and this one is not. I was hoping they'd take the IP and do something kind of new with it, and they didn't. And so, I mean, that's good for the people who love Sam Show. It's not good for me. Yeah, that that's sort of the. My fear is that it's it's not really a spiritual successor to Sam Show as much as it feels like a sequel, a direct sequel to Sam Show. You know, we're we're talking about a series that is that, you know, the last people the last game people really played ser- you know, seriously or that still has traction came out 15 years ago. You know, a lot about what people expect out of a fighter, what people like in a fighter has changed over that 15 years. You know, it, it, it I'm I'm not going to question the gameplay. The gameplay looks very much like classic Sam show, you know, you've got the weapon clashes, you've got all of that good. It's, it's basically footsies the game, mm-hmm. but how, you know, in a, in an era where we have, you know, so much flash in all of these other games, is Sam show going to do enough to stand out and thrive? I still am going to get it. I still want it to be good, but People are saying I that I think it'll uh, be a side tournament kind of game, and and those, I mean, given that it's like well done and it does like the uh, the legacy of the of the franchise justice, I think the players that do get into it and do spend the time getting to the level where they can appreciate all the nuances of the gameplay and such will very much be there. But I think that's about the most you can hope for at, with as it looks right now, given the fighting game landscape. Uh, people are saying the earthquake is a ninja from Texas. Can somebody verify this for me, or are they pulling my leg? That'd be cool. I mean, they, we I'm do f- make them that big in Texas. I've seen them. <laughs> also, do you know El that there's a, there's a Samurai Spirits mobile game that's in like an RPG? No, it's I feel like I've seen Ben play it probably. All right, guys. Uh, what other topics do we have? We could look ahead at NCR, which is really the only big major thing left to do, other than Power Rangers Battle for the Grid having been released. Uh, I mean, the NCR thing is basically the pools look insane again. Um, I saw one pool that had like all four of the Zangiefs you've ever heard of in one pool. They were they were changing constantly, so I I, I don't think we should really go over them because I don't think they're even. I don't think they're locked in yet because Momochi and Punk aren't even on the first page in far like they're like thirty and thirty fifth in seating. So I, I don't I don't think that they're finished yet. Yeah, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be knuck and futs. When, however, the seating plays out. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to? Uh, this is our only major California tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Not SoCal Regionals is off the. Well, uh, what season. do we think they're going to reveal for DLC and Street Fighter Five at NCR, baby? Um, is it a premiere? I think I forgot. That... I'm sorry. Is it a premiere? I yes, think so. Okay. Yeah, but not a super premiere, right? Right. There's only I three think, super premieres. I think right now we were. I was getting a little bit at like how. Street Fighter Five feels right now, and how like um, I know it was, I think it was Sanford Kelly that recently tweeted like I want this game to die, and his reasoning was because he just there wasn't much of a local scene where he is, which it doesn't isn't he at NLBC? I don't know, but he's like yeah, I can't get offline play, and it feels fairly lukewarm right now. But the tournament scene 
um, is like very much alive and well I, with Punk's performance at final round. That was like the cherry on top, but there was a lot more to it. It was a very enjoyable tournament to watch for Street Fighter V alone. And and I think things look promising right now. I think it's a very exciting game to watch, and I think people are going to show up on the streams. Um, and and we have a plenty of like top players there. I know Chris T said he wasn't going despite just being in SoCal because uh, he didn't want to play Ken and he didn't want to play SF5, and they just, I don't know, didn't work out for him or something. But um, I think on the tournament level, we are seeing plenty of interest, and that's where Street Fighter V is thriving right now. On the more casual and locals level, maybe not so much. But if that's true, then I think we have something really to look forward to this weekend as you know, as we make our, our next big step into the Pro Tour, as more points are awarded, as the narrative becomes a little bit clearer. I think people are looking forward to seeing how it plays out, and, um, and myself is included. I'm going to... I was just going to say, uh, this conversation keep, that keeps coming up about you know what do we expect to see, what's going to be revealed... I feel like we're just setting ourselves up for failure. Oh, I don't expect it, anything at this point. No, if, it, if it does, sure. it's a it wasn't bonus, a final round. I, I, I don't even it. think it should be a point of conversation right now. I do. You know, you know, I, I talked about this before where, you know, with so many games out there, everyone's always looking for something new and shiny because that's how you get attention. You know, we're, we're getting into the heart of the CPT. If you're a Street Fighter fan, you're watching great play. You're still able to play and enjoy yeah. the game you like. So I don't think you necessarily need to worry about that uh, right now or anytime soon. Just yeah. relax. Well, and well, if I... a trailer comes, hey, that's great. But uh, th this... It's not that people... It's not that I'm... I don't like people expecting a trailer at some point. It's that I don't like people expecting a trailer at every single premiere event like okay what's going to happen in final round okay well, what's going to happen expecting in something after the announcement from kage and they felt underwhelmed um but i i mean i do agree with you i think that we've fallen into this pattern of expecting stuff because street fighter 5 was billed as a service and the last three years we have more or less been getting fairly regular announcements albeit capcom falls behind sometimes and whatnot but um, like if we go back to old Street Fighters before this, we were totally fine until the new thing came out and we were just going to play the game that we had in front of us. And I think that we just need as a community to kind of go back to that mentality and kind of temper our expectations. But I do think that Capcom set those expectations with Street Fighter V so that we were basically looking for what's the next thing, what's the next thing all the time. And now that that's been changed and they haven't flat out said, change your expectations, I think that's where they dropped the ball. But as far as expecting something at this event, no, I don't think we need to. I think more stuff will come. When it comes, great. It'll be a bonus. It'll be a new thing. We'll take it. But for now, we have a really good game. I feel like the, a lot of the issues people had with the gameplay have been fixed. It's not perfect, but it's fun to watch. We got Punk and his one hit confirms. We've got Johnny and his, his like, you know, Momochi and Johnny coming up as a student and a, and a master and, and plenty of narratives going on. It's going to be a good weekend. The thing I'll say is that I, I don't know if... I think we can temper our expectations and expect fighting games to go anywhere. And not only to go anywhere, because you can say you're happy with where they are now, but they're going to stop being profitable and stop being bought and stop being made if they don't get with the times, in my opinion. And I don't think releasing fighting games in the way they are and not giving any announcements and doing stuff like that is going to keep them being made. And I think games that aren't at the top are cycling off into nothing faster than ever. So until until Capcom starts like, you know, 
doing what they need to do, I think they're going to start having problems. And I'm worried about the future of Street Fighter. So I hope they keep announcing stuff, even if there are problems with that, too. I'm going to go home, delete Star Wars Battlefront 2 to make room for Mortal Kombat 11, which means that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you very much for watching. That's John Velociraptor Guerrero. He writes for EventHubs.com. Steve, Ace King, also a jerk. He does all kinds of cool shit. Thank you guys for unlocking him. It was DLC for Season 3. Uh, follow him on Twitter if you want to have all, basically the TV guide of fighting games. And over here is Michael Donker Schiller, the sheepazoid who doesn't want to pre-order Mortal Kombat 11 to get into the beta and rather pawn it off of me. And I'm FN. Elon over there is on the, uh, on the board. Thank you, guys. See you next week.